Luigi. Luz and the EGs who mansion them. Luge. Good old Luge. This is the podcast about Luge is. About Luges. About Luges. Hakaluji. Hakaluji. This is the podcast about Luigi's and the years of them. <laughs> Truly, the original year of Luigi. 2001. So, okay, so let's just right out of the gate here. This was the year of Luigi, <laughs> for sure, definitely. Well, listen, it's 2021 now. So it's been 20 years. And I, as far as I'm concerned, it's been 20 years straight of Luigi. Honestly... I just don't feel like we ever really, as a culture, found the end of the year of Luigi. <laughs> do, you know what I'm, do you know what I mean? Because I, uh-huh. like, listen, that's funny, was, but that's real. Was the year of Luigi 2012? And maybe, like, you know how, like, it, like people are like, the world's going to end in 2012? Yeah, yeah. Maybe the world did end. But the year of Luigi didn't. But, <laughs> exactly. We're all, like, inside Luigi's mind or something. <laughs> On 2012, December 21st, the world became a glimmer in Luigi's eyes. <laughs> exactly. We changed forms and never even knew it. Yeah, the world is a simulation in Luigi's eye. <laughs> Mario! Oh. <laughs> that, was, that was like your mom, but also <laughs> Luigi. Yeah, my oh. mom... Cosplaying as Luigi. Oh, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke for anyone who knows Devin's mom. <laughs> Which is is everyone in the audience. Most of our demographic, our target demo is... Uh, yeah, like when we like make ads in like a like Google ad yeah, sense, yeah, it's, it's like, like, like people who know my mom. That's yeah. what I type in. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we're getting all these 12s of views, 30s of views. Damn. Don't give out our secrets. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the trade secrets, our competitors. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, today on Gog, we will be covering uh, maybe games. four of the most iconic games of all of uh, modern history. Of all of, at least GameCube. <laughs> at four of the most important games of GameCube's ten games. <laughs> yeah. We won't be covering Metroid Prime or Mario Kart Double Dash. And basically mm-hmm. every other GameCube game is going to be yeah. talked about. Here, here's what I'll say about um, Metroid Prime, because people will be like, why aren't they talking about it? The fans are always asking us to talk about Metroid Prime, but guys. Guys, just cool it. Y'all, it's it's not the Metroid Prime season. Did we decide that there was a guy who made all those? No. That's okay. the thing. Yeah, that's, but that's why they're Miyamoto is the reason that those games are like first person. He was like, we should make first person mm. Metroid games. Then I guess we should talk about it. Which uh, does go back to him being like, we should make Zelda first person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he finally just convinced someone to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it kind of worked though, right? Like, yeah. I've only played a few minutes of the first one of those, but. I mean, they're very well liked. Like yeah. Yes. But I, it, yeah, I'm, I haven't played any of it, but it's like, I'm curious. I'm just curious if like it would still be fun. Yeah, like I, I all think these years later. the the weird perspective and control scheme is honestly the thing that turned me away from playing any more of it, I think. Yeah. Because it's just like, it's like Metroid style where it's like, it's really weird aiming, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, there's just something completely unintuitive by modern standards about all the aiming in every Metroid Prime game to me. Yeah. Or well, any Metroid it, game, I mean, not Metroid Prime. 
Well, was it like because I so the only one I've played is the Wii one. Oh, okay. where you like are you obviously using the Wii remote to like aim? Oh, really? Yeah, I had no idea that existed. What? Yeah, Metro Prime Three. Three. Oh my gosh. Yeah, where Did, that's where Dark work? Samus is from. Wow. Yeah. Um. Wow. And in that one, I don't like to make it. I feel like they really didn't have to do this, but I feel like you have to like stop moving to shoot. Yeah. So yeah. is that the way it is in like Metroid Prime and like the ones on the GameCube? I wonder. Um, I don't remember quite uh, from the five minutes I played it <laughs> a year and a half ago, but um, I think uh-huh. something like that. It, yeah. I think the thing is it's it's like in the two D ones where it's not that you aim as much as you like lift and lower your yeah. gun. Yeah. I think. I'm not sure. Yeah, I feel like there's probably a lot of like auto aim. Yeah, is my guess. Yeah, which is like, or like you know, like it'll like kind of like snap to guys. Yeah. See, and that's why oh, I really, I really want them to make the Metroid Prime Four or whatever it is, the one for the Switch, where mm-hmm. it's like, I think that that will be the idealized, the platonic mm-hmm. ideal of yeah. a Metroid Prime game. <laughs> yeah. All right, but we're not talking about. But Metroid yeah, that's Prime. the thing that we just talked about. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah, that's not in this podcast. If you think that that's in this podcast and we just talked about it, you're mistaken. Because this is about Luigi. <laughs> yeah. You heard our little intro song. You heard the... Mario. 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 Yeah, so Luigi's Mansion. It's Luigi's Mansion. This, this comes from... Well, so this is somewhat significant in the fact that it's the first nintendo console not to launch with a mario game wow but it launched with a luigi game <laughs> <laughs> it's if, honestly so crazy that even from the the nes launched with mario game yeah at least in the u.s yeah yeah but yeah i mean that's just like yeah they've like literally like delayed the nintendo 64 because they're like mario 64 is not done <laughs> so it's like uh, the, the console's done it's ready to yeah. go but Mario There's is intrinsic. Literally, to the no console. games that you can play on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and this comes from at least part partly from like people at Nintendo being like, "We have to do Mario again." Like, <laughs> yeah, like we should do something yeah. else. We should do something with Luigi. Yeah, <laughs> and so <laughs> Miyamoto said that uh, that. They, they would do a Luigi game. and he, But he said, I, I did want to put Mario in there somewhere. So I suggested <laughs> that maybe he could come out from underneath a bed or something. But they didn't really like that. <laughs> what? I have no idea what that means. What? <laughs> like, is he a ghost? Like, <laughs> like he just he comes out of a bed and then you play as Mario? I have no idea. That's so weird. That's just, that's, <laughs> that's just Mar- Miyamoto's quote. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, because they did. I mean, he obviously won to some extent because Mario is a very, he's like the, major plot point in the game yeah you're searching for him he's the damsel in distress oh, which is just that's so great <laughs> yeah um so you've played through the whole thing right yeah yeah. Okay, yeah i played yeah i played through the whole thing i think like as a kid or like yeah. a late early mid teenager <laughs> a teenager one might even say <laughs> yeah um and then recent, like a year or two ago, me and Andy got on the 3DS the like remastered version, and we played oh. we played like ninety percent of it, and then we just kind of gave up at the very end because it got kind of boring. Oh wow, okay. But it uh, yeah, it's. I thought you guys had gotten the like the sequel. No, 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 okay. no. Yeah, we got the. I've never played or owned that sequel. I just okay. n- it never interested me. 
interested. Yeah. Um, yeah, and but then the two of us played. Blues yeah, Mansion we played three. Yeah, on Halloween. Uh, that was yeah, <laughs> like two years ago. Great memory. Kind of good game. Yeah, like. <laughs> Didn't you say like you never played it again after that? Yeah, basically. Yeah. I think me and Andy played it then, like kind of trying to mirror the experience with you, and then it just. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, it was fun until we got like, like the game like glitched or like. We, oh yeah, and we're yeah, like yeah. we just got stuck. Yeah, it glitched. Luigi, and we got stuck in a room. Yeah, Luigi got stuck, and we we're like, uh. Yeah, he just like couldn't climb up the staircase to exit a room. And yeah. Then, yikes! Yeah, forgot about that. And it just, I don't know, it just didn't grab me in any yeah. real way like i thought it was cool but in the like... same way that this did not grab me <laughs> <laughs> the original yeah, well, yeah I... so what what's your history with it uh i never played it and then i played 30 minutes of it this week <laughs> <laughs> perfect okay i got to the first boss and then was like okay i'm good man like, i don't i just can't even relate to that how is that possible how do you not like this game <laughs> how, how how do you like it's the it's like the exact same as three except there's no guiji it's like as boring. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? Oh, it's so good. It's like like does it go anywhere else? Like yeah, all over this mansion. I know, but like is there like any other like gameplay mechanics at all? It doesn't you really suck s- up the ghosts. <laughs> and it's like I'm saying any other ones. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you do from the like you suck up money. Minute 1. Yeah. Oh yeah. You suck up money. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. If I'm being honest, I I probably view this game very strongly through like nostalgia glasses because because to me what makes this game amazing is just the details and like the the tone of it. Yeah. It's like it's just so distinct the feeling of playing this game. I think it is. There probably was like a good like showcase of the yeah. GameCube because it is like this game could not have existed on the yeah. N64 because it's like. You know, you're like sucking up like all these objects and like mm-hmm, dust and mm-hmm. like you know, like sucking like like I don't know, like carpets and stuff. Yeah. Like that like you know, like animate like correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where <laughs> it's like, yeah, that just could not have existed before. Yeah. Um Yeah. I mean and here's the this is my opinion about this game and about I all the games that we're talking about today, other than Pikmin, is that I feel like the GameCube was a console of games where Miyamoto is like playing less of a role and i don't Mm -hmm. know obviously but i feel like this is partially why Mm -hmm. the gameplay and the level design and the mechanics of all of these games are subpar compared to the previous ones yeah but the style tone and detail story every like all the kind of presentation of it is like a whole new level that is so exciting (laughs) to me as a child and now here's what i'll say about like obviously like the music is great yeah yeah. The, the thing that stuck out to me is it's like, so like, especially at the beginning of the game, I feel like it, the, it kind of like drops off, but like the first like five to 10 minutes, there's like a million times where it cuts to a like close up of yeah, Lu- the door, Luigi's yeah. hand. Yeah. And it looks like it's like FMV. Like it looks so like, and it's like, <laughs> it looks so out of place to me. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's so <laughs> it's classic. Just like, it's so weird. Looking. It's like a ten to fifteen, like ten second animation, just like, eh? and then like, maybe not. I feel that like long. It's not that long, yeah, but it it's... feels so long when it happens. <laughs> and yeah, then it's... it just like cuts back, and it's just like normal again. Yeah. It's like, 
What just happened? I don't know. I feel like it's very jarring in a way that is perfectly appropriate for the tone of the game to me, where it adds to the creepy tone, where it's like this weird movie-esque like, close-up on him failing to open a door. I guess, It's yeah. so creepy in a way that's like hard to even explain, but also- I don't think it's creepy. It was just like, what is happening? Like, I don't know. I think it adds to the jarring tone of it. I think that's very intentional. I mean, uh, I don't think it was like creepy at all, but like really. Okay, well, fine. I'm sure as a kid, it's like- yeah, kind of scary. I mean, it's yeah, it's not like I'm not like scared playing it now. Yeah, yeah. but like it's like, like it's like goofy. Like it's it's like more yeah. goofy to me. Like, I know, but it so. just it has a dark tone to me. And here's mm. so I I I watched some videos of gameplay this this morning because I don't have this game and uh anymore. And what I feel like it is is it's like it's actually a mixture in certain ways between Mario and Zelda, because the entire game is essentially a dungeon. Mm-hmm. the first thing that you have to do is get a key to unlock a door mm-hmm. and you have like open exploration the whole game of the whole mansion it's yeah. this dark closed in tone and you're kind of going around fighting enemies and trying to solve puzzles to access new levels but how open does it get because it seemed like it it's was completely open the entire time but like is it like can you just like go like is there multiple routes yeah, no, not really. Because it seemed like it was very much like, okay, like now you're supposed to go to this room. Yeah. And then yeah. you're supposed to go to this room. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like a temple in, in an Ocarina of Time or something where it's yeah. like you have a distinct path of action, but it's like you can go back and you're, mm-hmm. you have complete control of how to do it, but you, there's only one real way, one path to the end, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it's kind of like, it's like the, uh, the, the overworld castle in Mario. 64. I guess is it as in, because it seemed always like, very like it i feel like it was even showing me on the map where i'm supposed to go yeah <laughs> really yeah i think i think it becomes like i just said Which, more like mario 64 because it's like you you get to a new floor and there's like four ghosts you have to get basically before you can get to the next part yeah and you can do that however you want to do it and you can okay. probably skip certain ghosts okay and, yeah yeah the, what the the great part about the map is that it's a game boy yeah <laughs> yeah oh it's so great <laughs> yeah do you have a camera on it in this one, or is that only in um? Yes. The, okay, yeah, that's really yes. fun. Because it takes, like a selfie in the mirror. Wait, is there? I thought it was like that. Might just be in the 3ds. I'm not sure. I think it's like it is supposed to be a camera, but I don't think you can take like actual pictures. It's just like oh yeah, I don't know if you actually you, like, can use it on certain ghosts to like yeah to figure the, out yeah, what their yeah. weakness is or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I can't believe you don't like that game. I think it's so great. Egad, and it adds it adds Egad, who is one of the most like important like post sixty four additions to the MCU, the Mario, the Mario Cinematic, Cinematic Universe, because <laughs> he constantly comes back in later games in like an almost Marvel esque way that I think is so funny. Besides Sunshine, what else does he come back in? Oh, he's in a uh, gosh, I don't yeah, I don't know the example off the top of my head. He's in um, Odyssey, I think somehow he might be in. He's in Galaxy. I think he is? yeah I think he no, has very <laughs> very small roles in like many games where it's like it's like something will be referenced as like an EGAD invention you know okay well yeah stuff like that like yeah it's not like he shows he doesn't up appear yeah, yeah. Up next, Pikmin. <laughs> yeah. And I do want to start with um, a trailer for it. Oh, beautiful. Because okay. it is, it's a great trailer and it also just like sets up the game very well. Here we see a wild Pikmin in its natural environment. 
These strange creatures become attached to whoever pulls them from the ground, loyal and obedient. Pigmen work together to fight large predators like this grub dog, even if it means <laughs> Grub dog? Eat. I didn't know that's what that's called. As night falls, I, yeah, I did not know anything had names, really. Nest to rest the onion. Day of hard work. Everyone knows the onion. There, little guys, Pikmin. <laughs> Only for Nintendo GameCube. That's like the perfect trailer. For that, that really game. is, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they figured it out for that one. <sighs> yeah. So Pikmin, I, I need to say this as a disclaimer, Pikmin uh-huh. is like Majora's Mask to me. <laughs> it is among the single most important games in the yeah. world to me. I I have like I'm very overwhelming feelings about, my feelings about, about it. Yeah. No, I can handle it. <laughs> I, I know that uh, you just don't like fun games sometimes. <laughs> Um, occasionally it just happens and I don't know why your brain is the way it is but I just I understand and it's fine I don't hate you for it <laughs> Tim is uh, drawing a a picture of me with a noose around it right now <laughs> that you can't see listener I'm just trying to play hangman <laughs> um, so Miyamoto talked about th- this one I feel like more so than any of the other GameCube games is like talked about like it was like his creation. Yeah, yeah. Even though it, like he didn't direct it. Yeah. Um. He but it like it was kind of his idea in a lot of ways. But he said basically his original like idea, their original idea was just to like have a game with a bunch of like characters running around. Yeah. <laughs> and so like <laughs> it it kind of starts. They did like a tech demo f- uh, called Mario One Twenty Eight whoa <laughs> that they like showed at some point which was just like 128 marios running around oh, and they're like, oh this i think is... i've seen that yeah they're gonna be like this is gonna be like our next console <laughs> it's like before the gamecube it's like a couple years probably before the gamecube what if they had done that that'd be so <laughs> insane if that was just like a mario game but it's pikmin it's really weird because so like mar or miyamoto not mario <laughs> Well, although, as we established last episode, what's the difference? Yeah, same name. <laughs> was, like, through time, through, like, from whenever, like, that was, like, they showed people that to, like, you know, like, 2008 or something. What, I don't know, some later 2000 year yeah. was basically, like, yeah, Mario 28 is still a thing. But at, so, at, a, at some point, he was basically, like, like, you can stop asking me about Mario 128. Like, that game just became Pikmin. Like, <laughs> Like you played, you played Mario One Twenty Eight. Oh, that's so funny. Who, yeah, who would, who would think that was still coming? Why would that exist after Pikmin? I feel like, well, because like at other times he said like we're still making, we're still working wow, on it. That's like, so weird. He he literally was like, it's like I don't want to tell you what the idea is because it's so crazy. <laughs> oh wow! It's like I don't want people to steal this idea. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. But if it was it like maybe... at, that was after Pikmin came out, so it's like I still don't really know. Yeah, maybe there was an, an even crazier, higher concept idea well, of mixing the two. Well, I know some of the ideas from it went into Mario Galaxy because oh, part, okay. one of the ideas from it was like spherical, like worlds that you could run wow. around. Wow! What what if it was Pikmin Mario Galaxy? <laughs> Pikmin Galaxy. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Why haven't they done that? Yeah. <laughs> um. So the so like the his first idea or like what they first kind of made was just you weren't really like controlling stuff as much as what you were just like watching life happen is basically what he said interesting <laughs> he said um watch their life was the theme you, wow you chose to either give them love or make them fight <laughs> <laughs> and uh this is like 
I found this. It's like a very badly translated, like, it, like, qu- like interview of him from like some Portuguese mag- magazine. So it's like, interesting. Okay. yeah, it's, it wasn't like it must have been translated from Japanese to Portuguese to English. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> but uh, said um, it was like kind of like a caveman kind of like thing where it was like you had like the <laughs> you started with two characters called Adam and Eve. Oh, weird. Okay. <laughs> and then there's like you could have like they could have children. Oh, jeez. And then there was like um, kind of like similar to like all like the crazy creatures in Pikmin. Yeah. There would yeah. be like there was like woolly mammoths and stuff. Oh, and, like, wow. Other, like, okay. Beasts that would like attack. Yeah. And then at a, like um, at a certain point, they like kind of tried like the controlling them like your characters all with the C stick to like make them move in a mm, yeah, certain direction. Yeah. And then that kind of like gave them more direction. And then they came up with like yeah. like the throwing people or like yeah. picking up people and stuff. Yeah. That's so funny that <laughs> yeah. it's like everything essential to Pikmin didn't even come till later then. Yeah, it started as like a like a god game basically. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it sounds like Sims or like Spore or whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, very interesting. And then Olimar apparently didn't get added until like kind of late. Like there wasn't sounds like it, yeah. yeah, like there wasn't I think probably even after all that stuff, it was like there wasn't like a yeah. like an actual player character that you were like running oh, around that's as. So weird. Um, yeah, because if you're not familiar, you're you're playing as Olimar. Yeah. But then you're like picking up Pikmin. Yeah. And throwing them at things to yeah. get them to pick them up or like attack them. Yeah. Um, so basically, it's like you you play as Olimar and he runs around kind of like Mario or something. You can't yeah. jump, but you essentially don't interact with anything. You use the Pikmin as means to interact with the world. Mm-hmm. And also I think what's what is important to me about this game is that it's 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 all framed as you are a scientist, mm-hmm. uh it, like ship commander, like space explorer who has land crash landed on Earth and mm-hmm. knows nothing about it and is figuring out in real time like mm-hmm. what this your, situation is that you're Yeah, in. your goal is to repair your ship by collecting all mm. thirty different ship parts. In thirty days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a it's a perfect game, is what it is. That's what's funny is that it's actually perfect because it's like you have these the strategy level of just like baseline puzzles of like how do you get all these Pikmin to do how do you get a finite number of Pikmin to do specific things and you have a time limit that is just short enough that it feels impossible mm-hmm. every day and every day you lose time in like you lose oxygen you lose Pikmin hours you lose Pikmin hours. <laughs> Yeah, what is is that the reason? Yeah, yeah, you you have a finite amount of oxygen. Okay. So by the, on the thirtieth day, you're gonna die. Okay. So you uh you you're running on as Almar trying to put your ship back together enough that you can get home before you die on this foreign planet. Mm-hmm. And it's it's literally like you have thirty tries to beat the game, and then the game is over. It's insane. Well, right, but, but it's more like you have thirty like you like you play the levels thirty times, and it's like yeah. you. It's not like you couldn't like beat it in one day. Is what I'm trying yeah, to say. It's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. it's not like you do it and then fail. It's like yeah, you get yeah. a piece in a day or yeah. or two pieces or whatever. Yeah, but I, what I'm saying is that it's like I didn't the first time I played the game, I didn't beat the final boss. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Like I ran out of days and I just the game ended. Is there a boss at the end? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, there's like a final boss, this big climactic boss battle where you just throw like, a Pikmin at it. <laughs> um, just a big monster guy. And then is it like to get the last piece or is yeah, it after yeah. you get all of them? Yeah, I think it's like you have to get 29 of the 30 pieces or okay. however many pieces there are. 
Yeah, there's, there's 30. And I, oh, okay. Because I also, but I did read that there's like different endings depending on how many oh, really? pieces you get. Yeah, that's probably what and it is. It's very, it's like, <laughs> like, it seems like, like I would be like kind of angry. <laughs> it's like yeah. very anticlimactic. Yeah, and that is the problem where it's like it, the stakes are so high that it's like if you don't beat it in this amount of time, you don't get to see the real ending, which makes it so fun or so disappointing depending on how it ends for you. Well, no, like it's like the difference. I think it might be just the difference between 29 and 30 or it's like you can technically like beat the game with like yeah. Yeah, 27 yeah. or something. Yeah, you can you can get far less than the, all the pieces yeah. to get home. But then if you get all 30 here, I I have a note about it. I think it's just like maybe I didn't. It just like shows you like a it just says like like a different message or thing like how like thanks for, like like hope you enjoyed or something i don't like oh interesting it's literally just like oh, wow. a different little image at the end but there's oh, nothing wow. else different. oh that sucks <laughs> it's like <laughs> if i had like like played all 30 days and then lost i was like okay no i need to find out what happens <laughs> i'd be yeah. like seriously <laughs> yeah yeah that is annoying uh, i think the joy is just in having done it though right sure <laughs> <laughs> so wait have you not gotten all 30 before? I thought I had. Maybe I didn't. You probably did, and just it was like you wouldn't have even like recognized yeah. that. that yeah, was that's like probably a significant it, yeah. thing at the end. <laughs> yeah, because I played it a few times. I think. Yeah, I think I probably did. You know, I just didn't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you want to talk more about your thoughts on it? Yeah, I don't. I just the game. This game, it's uh, to me, it's perfect for two reasons. One, I find the gameplay of throwing Pikmin at things to carry them and multitasking and trying to like manage your amount of Pikmin and get new Pikmin and find the objects and solve the puzzles all within the time limit. I find that to be like as addicting and fun as a game can possibly be hmm. where it's like, it's like an app designed to ruin my life. Basically. <laughs> it's like, it, it's, it's very like a, to me, it's a very modern gameplay of like, uh-huh. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just like, so like, I just can't get enough of it. Hmm. Um, I get so into it. And then on top of that, there's the whole, storytelling method that the game has where obviously there's no dialogue there's mm-hmm. no other characters it's the whole game is literally Olimar is stuck on this planet with his Pikmin mm-hmm. just making and, notes to himself exactly and that's what it is it's at the end of every day he writes little notes and very slowly in a, at a very deliberate pacing you find out about Olimar and it's like at the beginning it's like okay I'm an alien trapped on this planet mm-hmm. I'm gonna die if I don't get home that's a story but then you find his massage machine <laughs> 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 I forgot about that. <laughs> then you find his massage machine. He's like, oh, baby. <laughs> Listen, long days, long nights out on the space road. You, you got to have some comfort somewhere, Devin. But you, just, you But you find out about his like family at home. You find out about like his personality. Mm-hmm. And I just find it so tragic and moving where he's like... I feel like I didn't... So I played, I'd say... I think I got like 16 or 17 of okay, the pieces. Yeah. So I didn't, I played about like half of it, I would say. Okay. I don't know if I got that much about his really? like, like I think he maybe said something about his like family once. Yeah, he doesn't say that much, okay. but he, he, a few different times he'll say it. And there's, okay, I was just wondering if I was like missing, like what I was missing or. Maybe he says different messages based on what you do, but I don't know. I would assume you would have seen what I'm talking about, where it's just there's certain messages where he'll say like, you know, 
I like I hope I wonder what my wife and my daughter are thinking about at home right now. I wonder if I'll ever see them again. Like yeah. just like and I just find the writing in the in a, in these messages so like subtle and moving where it's like this mm-hmm. is just a scientist writing out his notes but you can see that he is like he's holding it together but just barely and he mm-hmm. kind of you see him drift into like hopelessness. I want to cry thinking about this right now. <laughs> it's so beautiful. How much do you think that is because this is something we didn't talk about with Majora's Mask, but there's like a bunch of things in the game, in that game, that are like references to the developers, like oh, not like like having to work all the time and like not being able to go home. <laughs> like there's there's a couple of things. There's like the Deku salesman. Oh yeah, will are like say like oh like I never get to see my like my wife or my family or whatever. <laughs> and that was the developers like complaining that- passive aggressively. <laughs> Through their game, that's like what the that's like what the translator said. <laughs> like that's what he's like thought. And then the uh, like you know, like right when you f- like first like go out of like uh, the the clock tower, yeah. And there's like the guys building the stuff. Yeah, they're like, yeah. They're like, ah, we're never gonna get done in time. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think like, of that. We only yeah. have a few more days. That's yeah. like that's like them like <laughs> putting themselves into it. That's so great. That's so great. It's like, do you think that, that this was like uh, Miyamoto and other guys being like, yeah. I wonder if we're ever going to see our families again. Truly, <laughs> I, yeah. I that makes a lot of our, sense. I wonder what my daughter's doing. <laughs> Honestly, at the bare minimum, that must have been like a unconscious, yeah. unconscious, unconscious uh, inspiration <laughs> yeah. for those like, uh, yeah, like emotional arcs for yeah. Olimar. Yeah. <sighs> see, we're all Olimar, Devin. We're all Olimar. <laughs> yeah, we're all alone all in this world s- surrounded by little plant guys. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> but Miyamoto, uh <laughs> this is what I so so he is the guy he is the one who came up with at least according to him, like the like the whole that they're like plants and that they grow in the yeah, ground yeah. and like he said that <laughs> he said at the at the time I've been really interested in plants and gardening and the natural world. So I actually have had five or six plans for games based on gardening. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling none of those other ones came out, but yeah, knows? I don't know what else that would have been. What if he's like, no, like Mario Odyssey's about gardening, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no one got this. Nintendo Dogs is about gardening. Gardening dogs. Gardening dogs. <laughs> you plant a dog, you pet it, <laughs> and it grows. That's how planting works. <laughs> That's how gardens work. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, wasn't there a story about he uh, saw ants at a picnic? Pikmin? Oh, maybe. Picnic, um, mm-hmm. uh, carrying away food, and he was like, "That's a game." <laughs> I don't. I didn't. I didn't read that. That's possible. That's what I heard. That uh, the the way that you're talking though about all this makes me think that could be like a, a false story. Yeah. What? Well, what I read is that like they, like, they kind of stumbled upon that like carrying things as like, but but once they found like once they saw that they were like oh this is like what the game is it's yeah. like carrying stuff yeah, yeah but i mean it does make sense it's like they are like ants in a way yeah yeah. i mean they're exactly like ants yeah like <laughs> they have flowers coming out of their heads yeah just like ants i don't even know what the difference would be it's literally just ants that they call pikmin <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I mean really like they lift like more than their weight and they more than their weight they mm-hmm. work together they bring it into like their colony mm-hmm. actually i mean it's clearly just plant bugs yeah <laughs> <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself <laughs> okay so i like all of the like 
stuff that you like, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. for me, and I, like, really enjoyed, like, the first, like, couple of hours I played. Mm-hmm. I think once you get all three Pikmin types, mm. you get red you get red Pikmin, yeah. which are your standard. Yeah. Uh, Although they are fire resistant, and I, yeah. I've always felt like that's, like, you... you basically are not told that almost oh no you're not you just have to figure it out yeah it's really weird you're told very little yeah (laughs) like really um and you got your yellow pikmin which you can throw farther Mm. which i feel like they don't also don't really tell you that yeah yeah i feel like they do but it's like it's not for some reason this isn't clear yeah yeah but then they can also pick up bombs yeah that part i feel like they literally don't tell you and they're like they do tell you that well Yeah, I think they, they do tell you that. Maybe but it's, it's just like, that there's something so like almost arbitrary about these differences where it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. so the yellow ones are lighter, pick up bombs, and electricity <laughs> yeah. proof. Like, what? And apparently they, uh, like, people have like looked through like the, the files on the oh, actual yeah? disc. And there's like, at some point, all of the Pikmin could pick up bombs because there's like, weird. There's okay. sprites of them all holding bombs, like the weird. red ones and the blue ones too. Yeah, that makes sense. Then that maybe they made. They that. probably were just like, there's nothing different enough about yeah, these yellow yeah, ones. Yeah, and like I still kind of feel like that. It's yeah. Like, when do I? When should I use these? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I then, mean, yeah. Honestly, I use them all almost interchangeably, or I'll just use. I I always use the blue ones like exclusively. Really? Like I'll make that, and then if I need a yellow for something. Just because it's like they, they won't drown in water and they can yeah. do basically everything else. So, but isn't it a thing that the red Pikmin are better fighters? I was gonna say that too. Yeah. Yeah. Although, but that's one that I literally didn't know until Pikmin three. I really? played they, all three Pikmin. I'm pretty games. sure they tell you that. Okay, I just I had forgotten. I guess because like yeah, I think they do. Or, and, and I never noticed a difference though. I definitely did. Oh like, really? Okay. Yeah. Like I, if I would try and fight like. Not like the little mo- like guys, yeah, but like yeah. some of the bigger mo- like monsters with especially the yellow ones. Like mm. they just died so easily. Interesting. Like I would just have no Pikmin left. Interesting. But like yeah. the red ones would be more like some would die. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. There's no, you cannot escape death in Pikmin. <laughs> you really can't, and that's it is genuinely tragic the mm-hmm. way that the Pikmin die so carelessly, and that the game will like. It's like you forgot. Oh, you forgot a Pikmin. Watch him die. Know that you are responsible for the death. You're of talking an about when Pikmin. you, uh, yeah, at the end of the you, day, like, yeah, you. So at the it's end of the truly day, truly brutal. You honestly. leave on your rocket ship, and all of the the leftovers Pikmin yeah. leave as well in your if you've gathered them. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Gather yeah. your Pikmin. <laughs> Day's almost over. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> that that's one of my problems. Is like. The Pikmin are, you can literally be doing like nothing and you'll just lose Pikmin. Like they'll just, wa- like they'll just get stuck behind like a wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like you have, and it also like doesn't tell you that it happens. Yeah. 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 So it's like, wait, you'll just be like walking around later and be like, why are there just a bunch of random Pikmin around? Or like, yeah. yeah. Like sometimes it's like literally like I lost like 10 Pikmin. They're just like yeah. standing there. It's like, wh- yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> often yeah you like you'll end a day and it's just like okay it says i have 10 pikmin left somewhere where could they even be does exactly. it show them on the map in the first one it's it shows like little dots yeah yeah, yeah. but okay. sometimes it's like even hard to tell from yeah. that there's um, something something about pikmin 3 which um i feel like we should talk about all the pikmin maybe just briefly but the pikmin 3 to me is the idealized is the perfect one mm-hmm. in certain ways and it's like keep saying keywords <laughs> <laughs> the perfect pikmin <laughs> picture I can't think of any other p words. Um, 
but it's like you can see them in the map very easily i guess is what i'm trying to say hmm. and okay. it's like yeah, I, I was, I was curious how it developed because also i know you dislike pikmin 2 yeah yeah that's i so wanted like, to get that i wonder take what out. they could what like what changed yeah um but okay so my that that's like part of my problem is like is that like they're just like honestly just like horrible ai yeah yeah and and not like uh-huh. i mean the biggest way that it comes out is definitely like water yes which we've talked yes. about <laughs> where it's like like why would you make it where they will just like like sometimes they'll just be like standing there and then just like fall into water it feels like <laughs> yeah or, or it's 100%, like yeah. or it's like there's this bridge like there's water on either side you're clearly supposed to walk across it with pikmin yeah but it's just like impossible to do. Yeah, like you have to be so careful about maneuvering them in certain ways. Yeah, and even then, you're guaranteed to lose one. Where or it's two. like at one point, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna like throw them. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you you can throw them, but then yeah, if you throw too many, it just like they like kind of like blob out, yeah, and they, then they'll yeah. just start falling in anyway. Hundred percent. Yeah. So it's like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd say that that is the single like does biggest get, problem with the game. Does that like is that better in Pikmin three? um well so i'd say i would say yeah i'd say overall the ai i mean just uh, like literally years and years of difference Mm -hmm. like the ai is 100 better but that being said literally the final boss of the of pikmin 3 Mm -hmm. i i like totally died because close to the end i lost every i lost like a hundred pikmin because they literally just ran into the water one time, mm-hmm. like in, in yeah. and I didn't know what was happening, and it was. <laughs> oh my god! This reminded me of another yeah. thing that happened in, for me when I was playing. Like, <laughs> so in the like the first like main level, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like that's not like the the actual first place, but like the yeah. first like bigger yeah. level. There's, uh, do you remember the little? It's like a little plateau where like the bird guys come out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean to say? I know, but I know that a lot can happen in that little yeah. zone. Well, so that was, I mean, that fight was whatever. Like, I, I, at first I was like, these guys seem like they're going to be really hard. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to, like, bring a bunch of bombs. Oh, interesting. And okay. bombs literally did no damage to them. Oh, weird. Okay. And I was like, this is weird. So I was like, okay. So then I just used Red Pikmin and it was, yeah. like, fine. Yeah. yeah. But then I had them, like, carry their, carry the, like, the ship part and, like, obviously all the other stuff that those things dropped and there's a way back yeah on land yeah but like half of the pikmin just decided to jump into the lake (laughs) that's like the more direct way it's like a plateau (laughs) and there's water below yeah and so and then they all just immediately died and i was like why why did this happen (laughs) do you think you had like one blue in there or something it's possible And, and then it somehow tricked out the air where they thought it's like it's possible yeah but then that—that's that, so funny. There, then I sent you a video of another time, yeah, yeah, where it's on like the more like watery level, yeah, where like there's a, there, it's the same thing. It's like there were it was like about half blue and half red ones, yeah, and I, they grab the ship part, and then there's like a water bridge, but then they just jump into the water, yeah, and this is what like really triggered me. <laughs> Was not only did the red ones die, but all of the blue ones died, and I was like, "Oh why? yeah, like why did it happen? Why that did that doesn't happen? even make sense. Yeah, to me. it that, just that's doesn't never happen to me. Yeah, the, bl- the blues like, dying in water. Like ridiculous. I don't know if it was just like the like. I wonder if it was like, you know, if 
you know you need a certain number of pikmin to carry an object yeah and so like if half of if a bunch of the red ones died there wasn't enough so then like they couldn't hold it so it, like crushed them or something oh maybe yeah something it's like, like that's that. the only thing i could think or it held them underwater because they were trying to move it and that somehow killed them or something even though that's their whole thing yeah it yeah that doesn't make sense i literally i feel like that that probably was just a full-blown like glitch yeah. or something yeah i don't know but i was yeah. like what <laughs> no and see then all of your criticisms here are 110% valid. Like they're <laughs> yeah. so real. Yeah. That's why I think that this game, like as much as any game that we could possibly be talking about deserves like a, a full remaster remake mm. for the switch where it would then be like a truly perfect game. Yeah. So I think, and so like part of it for me is that they clearly were very inspired or at least somewhat inspired by um, like computer games. Oh and, like, yeah, that from makes sense. from me from me coming from a like the perspective of like playing a, a lot of those computer games that probably influenced this, yeah. Where it's just like those. Oh my god, yeah. It's it's like Warcraft, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Nintendo Warcraft. I never even thought of that. Yeah, it, yeah, and it's like, but it's like, it's probably one of the most successful, or is like the most successful, like take on those for like a console yeah yeah but at the same time it's like i know it shouldn't be this difficult to (laughs) like for me the just like selecting the pikmin that you want is like so like so annoying yeah Yeah. and it's like i don't understand why they didn't just because this is what i would have done is just like so the way it works is you blow a whistle yeah and then all your pikmin like disperse into groups yeah into a red blue and like if you have those yeah yeah so then you can like if you only want your blues then you can yeah but like it's a very imprecise selection yeah it's very frustrating (laughs) where then like okay okay oh okay just a couple of red ones are in now yeah gotta do it again and then now you have two separate groups of blues surrounded (laughs) by groups of yellows and reds. so if you need to get in the water it's like it's gonna take you five tries yeah yeah exactly and also if you like walk up to pikmin they just like you know, like start yeah, following you yeah. but that's like what i would have done is just had a button that would just cycle through red blue and yellow yeah it's and like, that is what happens in really for sure in three and then i think maybe in two as well okay yeah but yeah because because yeah i mean that's that's yeah. an in, in, insane system like yeah. that's preposterous yeah i was just like this feels like like this can't be how they wanted you to play this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, but then I just like I I don't know how they did want me to play this because it's yeah. like you won't let me take red ones anywhere near the water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's I mean clearly this kind of like commanding small armies mm-hmm. is just a system that works best with computer controls like keyboard yeah, and with mouse. A mouse. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, first person shooters where it's like it is objectively better. Yeah. So it's just hard like to go to go yeah. like back to to this or you know like go in this direction yeah having those other experiences yeah but like it it, like i did have a lot of fun with it until i got really frustrated with it yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i do like like all the olimar stuff and and the music and stuff but yeah yeah so what what happens in pikmin 2 so in pikmin 2 they add a few new Pikmin, which this is part of the problem is that I don't think that they're very good. You have a heavy one and a light one that can fly. Hmm. And I think that the heavy one kind of throws everything out of balance because you can, like, if you need to move something with 10 Pikmin, you can just use one of them. Oh, okay. So it's kind of, like, insanely powerful. It's hmm. like... Uh, are they, like, really slow or something? Yeah, or? they're kind of slow. 
Um, yeah. But it's really, there's barely any drawback. The big thing, though, is that uh, it kind of removes the time system to, to some degree where mm-hmm. the days are longer. Mm-hmm. There's infinite days. Mm-hmm. And if uh, like half of every like level takes place in caverns that you go into and you go deeper and deeper into the caverns. Mm-hmm. And when you're in there, all the time goes away. It just stops for mm-hmm. some reason. And so, and to me, what makes the game, like what ties everything together is the, the like panic of the mm-hmm. time limit. Yeah. And they essentially take that away. So it's like, it's just like a little less fun. And I don't think it's as well-made or, and they take out all of the writing. Where oh, really? It's like all of them are just, doesn't do that and instead they have this computer system that has its own like little personality and it's just lame Hmm. yeah well that's probably like i did like i was reading just like internet guy like user reviews basically internet guy internet guys yeah and i did see a lot of people like not complaining but like saying that it was like like talking about like how it was hard and like the, the the first Pikmin, yeah, with like the the yeah. time like the time limit and stuff, yeah. So that probably was just them being like, uh, maybe we made this a little too hard. <laughs> I yeah, they they probably went too far in the other direction. That's exactly what it was because yeah. then in three, which I think is in a lot of ways the perfect Pikmin game, mm-hmm. is it's like exactly in between the two where, yeah. pick it's it's like Olimar does his uh his journal entries and there's the computer voice and they're kind of more balanced. You have a time limit every day that feels appropriate, yeah. and you have a finite number of days, but you get more and more as mm. you get more fruit. So it's like it, it's very it's a Yoshi game, basically. Yeah, <laughs> you get like fruit juice, and then it's like it's it's essentially impossible unless you really suck at it yeah. to run out of days like you can in the first one. But there's always the threat of that, mm-hmm. and it's so it's like you're building the stockpile yeah, of days. That's what you want, yeah. And it's like, and yeah, it's like go. I'll have thirty days in there, but still, every time I lose a day, I'm like, I gotta get more. Like it's like I don't know. It just <laughs> yeah. works for me. Yeah. No, I think it just that, gets me there. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, I think I, I probably. I mean, I don't know. It seemed like it was getting like they were getting a lot more difficult mm. as like in those later levels yeah and like some of the like the harder to get pieces yeah so but it probably would have been fine if uh, if i had kept playing because like there would be days where i'd get like two pieces yeah so it's like it's not like insane but it does feel kind of i feel like if you go through a day and you like don't accomplish anything you're like yeah it's, you're like it's i'm tough. fucked <laughs> yeah truly it's yeah. like there's, and there's no there's no part of the game being like no it's gonna be okay like <laughs> <laughs> because it won't be okay like you are <laughs> fucked you're right <laughs> I thought you told me that Olimar died or something in oh in, yeah <laughs> in yeah two or three yeah in three I mean I don't know <laughs> spoilers I guess I don't want to yeah I don't want to ruin it okay well do you have any other stuff you want to talk about for Pikmin uh, you know that's pretty much it that, that that's I think both that's a perfect description of both of our thoughts on Pikmin yeah so up next Super Mario Sunshine okay Gogging 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 the Gogenheim uh, museum is it a museum yeah the Gogenheim yeah that we're opening <laughs> yeah <laughs> um super mario sunshine super mario sunshine devin lifted his hand gesturing me i could only assume that's what he meant did that we is... do that last time when we talked about it we, i think did I we mean, already have one on the record 
Probably. Okay, then I redact what I We've just said. We've probably done it like three times by now. I'm sure. We probably talked about this game a lot, but yeah. let's talk about it some Let's more. just say all those things again. <laughs> um, this game takes you out of the Mushroom Kingdom mm. onto the Isle Delfino. The Dolphin Kingdom. Uh-huh. Oh, and we forgot to mention that Olimar's ship is called the Dolphin. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just yeah. to add to the Dolphin canon. Yeah. Because if you if somehow you listen to this episode, but not the previous one, mm-hmm. the GameCube was called the Dolphin. Yeah. Kind of informs the themes or the, like, vibes of all the games. Yeah. Water and dolphins and stuff. And also, Miyamoto apparently said that he wanted it to just, like, the console to just be called the Dolphin. He's like... <laughs> He was like, I didn't see why we had to come up with another name. <laughs> He's like, I liked it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I like dolphins. Honestly, that would have been awesome because it would have been really like left field and yeah, like really cool. Yeah, because I feel like um, it's like you really, I don't know, maybe at some the point, GameCube is a great name. Yeah, I yeah. like it, but there's something so like deeply generic about the names of like every console up until yeah. uh, like maybe the Wii is the first one that I can think of. Yeah, where it's like. Literally, like I remember at a certain point, I, I I stopped hearing it the way I'd always heard. It. I was like PlayStation, like Play State. Like yeah. that's so dumb. <laughs> the Game Cube, like what? That's nothing. That's like the most generic. As opposed to the Wii, that's really something. <laughs> but that's that's interesting and weird and memorable because it it's completely nonsensical. Yeah. The Dolphin would have been similar. I think that would have been awesome. Yeah. Although I do love the GameCube. Yeah. I love how it's the its whole aesthetic is that it's a cube. And it's kind of like, why is that its whole thing? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Well, it is funny, because this is something we didn't talk about last episode, is that the the GameCube also has a handle on it. Yeah, oh yeah. They were like, people have multiple TVs, they want to move around, (laughs) they want to take it to their (laughs) friends' houses and stuff. But what Nintendo didn't do, that like the other, especially Xbox... And also Sega with the Dreamcast did is like they were like, you know, they had like a full on like mo- like online multiplayer yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. And Nintendo was like very like anti that basically. Oh really? They were like they're like online gaming is like not gonna be big. Like it's so ridiculous. I feel like how could you not think that that would become <laughs> the standard? Yeah, I mean they were kind of right. Like at, at the time, it's like it wasn't that big. Yeah, yeah. They were like. Not that many people are gonna want it, but then it's like they later they later did acknowledge they're like, yeah, we're we're behind everyone because yeah we didn't start until now and yeah. it's like I mean it's like they're still behind everyone. Yeah, they're like famously their whole system for online yeah. is completely different than the ones the other people use, and, and that's why not just different, <laughs> yeah, just worse. No, no, I mean it's like it's like techn- technically different in yeah. that it's like it's a fully different system mm-hmm. of like, but then connection. also like like the whole like friend codes and stuff yeah that too yeah i mean it's all it's all weird and worse yeah <laughs> and it's just like literally there's so many games that just don't work on overline on overline <laughs> over online like do you remember when uh when mario maker came out mm-hmm. and it was just like you it was standstill lag like for yeah. basically whenever you tried to play online well and also like they like kind of made it a little better with like the second one for the switch but it's like mm. I think for the first one, like, there was, like, basically no way to, like, yeah. search for, like, other people's, like, levels. Yeah. Like, so it was just, like, people, like, posting their levels, like, on Reddit and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And, like, like, and I think, like, someone, like, or I think they, like, eventually made, like, a website, but it was still, like, you had to go to a website 
and like That's search insane. that way and then like put that game code in like the That's like level so code funny. into the That's so bonkers. That's so, so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was um, actually talking about Mario Maker 2. Oh, when okay. it went like for months and months, maybe even a year when it first came out, like anytime mm. you do two or more people, like more than two people online, it would just like, oh, you're talking about like, like a, playing the, yeah, like yeah, playing yeah, together? yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah. it just wouldn't work because yeah, yeah. the online was so bad. So Super Mario Sunshine <laughs> on the, on the Dolphin Island is, takes place in a tropical, tropical island where you are, you show up, there's graffiti everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and there's evil shadow mario has been up to no good <laughs> yeah and mario gets framed and he has to go clean everything up in with... the most blatant uh disregard for justice and like due process ever seen in media <laughs> it's like he kind of looks like him arrest him yeah <laughs> and then even though you literally he gets arrested for crimes committed over Before the past year. Before he gets there. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, it happens. He, They literally see him arrive in an airplane. In a plane, yeah. And it's like, oh, this just happened. It's you. But it's like, how? Yeah, how exactly. could I have possibly done this? <laughs> me being, it's a me Mario. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, exactly. Precisely. And so he arrives. So he arrives. And then you, with your new sidekick kind of flood uh, flood yeah designed the, by egad designed by professor egad the mcu <laughs> the gccu <laughs> tim do you remember what flood stands for uh <laughs> i don't know that's the voice though right I, yeah i don't remember either it's a it's a classic um like you know uh cinematic Silly. abbreviation that uh could never in oh, a million years here, i've got it with. i've got it okay the flash liquidizer ultra dousing device that's wow nonsense you know sometimes though with these abbreviations it's like there's something about it that's like i like dousing in there you know mm-hmm. it's like it makes a little bit of sense i like dousing i like ultra in there i like ultra <laughs> i like liquidizer in there i like i like to be liquidized who doesn't they turn into liquid yeah so what is happening to mario so like <laughs> instead of you're not jumping into paintings. You're jumping into like weird like oil spots or so, I don't know, mm-hmm. like paint blobs. I mean, essentially paintings. Essentially, but it's like because I actually uh, I the the last year or so I started playing this game, mm-hmm. and at the same time I started actually painting just kind of mm-hmm. for fun. And the first thing I noticed upon pouring paint onto like acrylic paint mm-hmm. onto a palette is that it, it is exactly what uh, Did the, you jump the paint is based. I was like. Let's go. It's a me. And then I slid into it and I was slid all around. Did you and turn it into it a bunch me. of little balls? Yes. Because that is what, what, what do you think is happening to Mario there? That's okay. Because that's my question. Why did you turn into a bunch of little balls? I think that this is dark Bowser magic and it can't be fully understood. <laughs> yeah. Baby Bowser. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a, uh, uh, new, like, new take on Mario where you're not immediately trying, just trying to save Peach. Yeah. But halfway through the game, she does get captured. Of course. Of course, yeah. It's like, but why did you have to do that? Because before that, you could just like walk up to Peach and be like, what's going on? Yeah, it was fun. And she'd be like, I hope you're done with your community service soon so we can hang out. Yeah. (laughs) That's not high enough stakes, I think. (laughs) I guess, yeah. Um, Mario can only be motivated to do so much community service. That is where I stopped playing the game. (laughs) Because like halfway through the game, 
you have another confrontation with uh, evil Mario, mm. and it's revealed that it is Bowser Jr. Yeah. And then you have this like plot twist, crazy like roller coaster fight with him. Mm, that's this? pretty fun. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. It was like it took me like twenty minutes because like what? Yeah. Like they don't Barely really explain works. what's yeah what is going on. Yeah, but it's great. Yeah. <laughs> and then. And then he steals a, a peach. Yeah. He and steals then, a peach, yeah. Yeah, a single peach. And then, <sighs> and then the and rest then, of the game happens, I guess. And then the rest is history. And like um, Pikmin, where you have 30 things and that, you have 120 shines in this. Jeez, and geez. like that, if you don't get all 120 shines, you get a different. Oh, really? You I get a, um, a picture of Il Piantamisu. Pantamiso? I don't know what that is. A sprinter that Mario raced during the game. What? Finding the brush that B- Bowser Jr. used to vandalize Hablofino. However, if the player has collected all 121 shine sprites, a picture of the entire cast with the words, have a relaxing vacation is displayed instead. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, fully worth that extra yeah. like 30 hours of work. Ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's funny. So yeah, it's I mean, and yeah, it's like the getting the stars is the problem in this game. Yeah, like playing it, like running around as Mario is great and awesome. Like, yeah. The graphics and the music are phenomenal. Great. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I'd argue the the best in any Mario game, wow. quite possibly. Wow. Like I know that you have your problems with the flood mechanics and stuff, but yeah. just the vibe, the music, the presentation, the like locations. I do have a problem with. It's like this tropical island and the whole thing revolves around like 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 these people are coming and vandalizing it it's like it's like the most it seems like the most just like people in like suits like coming up with like a thing it's like this is not cool or what mario should be about like (laughs) (laughs) that's funny what do you i don't understand what do you mean well it's Like, like it's like them being like I just imagine because it's like Japanese people like going to like Hawaii and like other yeah, like islands yeah. and stuff. And I imagine yeah. them just going there and being like, like there's all these people here just like, like these low income people here like messing up these islands, like making it dirty and stuff. And it's <laughs> That's just so like, funny. I, cause I, my first thought when you started saying that was like, oh, that it's like a, it's like a very real criticism of like the effect that Westerners doing tourism in places like has on the culture where it's like, yeah, but it's like, I, you could see it as that. Like the Americanization of Hawaii, for example, could be yeah. essentially, it's like the story of us vandalizing also, a it's beautiful like, culture. It's not like a real like trop like it's not like a real tropical like vibe. Could, like they, they based all of the like, like buildings and stuff on like, like Italian. Oh, and, you're like, right. Yeah. And stuff like, yeah. uh, it's kind of like tropical Italy. It's kind of like tropical, but mostly. <laughs> Yeah. And Mario. Yeah. Tropical Mario Italy. I guess, yeah, I guess that's probably because it is like Mario, but but why? Like, that's never been a thing before. Yeah. I don't know. That's just the whole game, of the, the whole vibe of the game to me is tropical. I, thought, I, I mean, yes. The whole thing. Steel drums and like the music. And yeah. It. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> there's, that just one, like... that, there's the one world that is like fully a beach, you know, with mm-hmm. palm trees. Yeah. Et cetera. But it's just like, I don't know, came across as kind of like dumb to me. It's like that's funny. Graffiti can't possibly be like like art or good <laughs> it's like yeah that is i get what you're saying actually yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah. yeah, but it's like because it's they not. They don't it's have not, like bad intentions. I don't yeah, think. it's just like, it's not. It's not real graffiti though. It's yeah. like a. It's like a magical spell <laughs> being cast that literally kills people. So I think that that's more the problem. Does it kill people? I think that if this weren't a Nintendo game, it it it'd be pretty clear that they're be dying. Think of when well, you when okay. you show up. If we if we talk about things in that terms, <laughs> if this wasn't this game, well, okay, like uh, take a, a an example of like uh, a movie. I can't think of a movie like a superhero movie where a building collapses and you don't see anyone die because it's a superhero movie. Yeah. But you know that in it, playing out logically, a bunch of people just died, mm-hmm. and you saw it. When you get when you arrive on the island, there's a recently done graffiti with one of the monsters in there. No one is there that can act, like appropriately defend against this monster. And when you uncover the paint, you you find the uh, what are they called? The people? I don't know. Delfinos. Uh, you find one of the Delfino people like submerged in the goo. He can't breathe. Do you... he's gonna die in there? Oh, if yeah. Mario didn't no, show but up, they're like fine. Is the thing they're like, oh, yeah. thanks, and then just like walk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I think that that's a Nintendo of it all. I think that logically, <laughs> yeah, but you can't like take that away from it. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I feel like there is that uh, when you see a kid's story. Mm-hmm played out with any level of like magnitude and stakes Mm -hmm. you inherently are only seeing some of the story as it's happening because you're through the through the lens of a kid of kids media Mm. whereas logically as a kids media scholar i have to defer (laughs) you on this (laughs) this is kid culture i talk about this all the time uh and it's like but that it's like in the same way that theoretically, like as a concept, any fictional world exists almost, it's like this world exists and things are happening, but we're not seeing it because we're seeing it through the lens of kids' media. So it's like uh-huh. Delfinos are dying <laughs> by the very nature that they Mario's are. Mario's smoking, but just when you're not playing. Yeah, he's European. <laughs> yeah, he's a European New yeah. Yorker. Yeah, he's smoking. He's a smoker. And in the same way that he's smoking, you see it off screen. Shits. The fact, literally, yes. I mean, the very, the very fact that the Delfinos are some of them are young and some of them old means that some of them die. Death exists in the Mario world, even though we don't see it, and therefore, there are real stakes to this graffiti. I can't believe we're talking about this right now. <laughs> uh, I can believe it. Everyone loves a sunshiny day. We're gonna keep it that way. Let's clean is better than dirty, and dirty's meaner than clean. Let's all lend a helping hand. Mario can't do it alone. He'll spray his water to fly around and clean the sludge that's on the ground. Let's clean is better than dirty, and dirty's meaner than this is exactly what i'm talking about <laughs> i yeah no i actually know you should have played that before because now i know exactly what you're saying that is so weird yeah that was the weirdest ad you've maybe ever played on the show <laughs> bunch of kids and then like a guy in like the worst looking mario costume yeah. you've ever seen they're never they never look good though but it's but like that one was particularly bad but it's like they could have had just like a guy you know, like in like the Mario movie or like the Mario yeah, Super yeah. Show, where like just dressed in the clothes. Yeah. But it's like a like, like a big like. Yeah. Like, they could have used also some of their millions and millions of, of dollars to buy a slightly better Mario. Or set. like CG Mario in or something. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Although that we saw how that worked in one of the other ads, right? And it was not great. Yeah. No, yeah. these they just they just can't seem to nail this. Yeah. Like ads with Mario in it. Yeah. Yikes! That's weird. Yeah. It's a weird ad. Devin, um, if someone wanted to watch that ad, where might it be tweeted? <laughs> on Twitter.com. Ah, Twitter.com. Slash 
Gameography Pod. At Gameography Pod. On Twitter. On Twitter.com. Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> and uh, you can visit us online. On, on the, the inter- web. On the interwebs. On the web.com. Nintendo does not want you to be. Oh, they do not want you to be there. It's a fact. Gameographypod.com. Gameographypod.com. Gameographycom.pod. JK, <laughs> that one's not real. Don't go there. Don't go there. That's our competitor. We, we cannot be held liable for anything that pops up on your computer if you go to that. You will get a virus. <laughs> yeah. Devin uploaded a virus on that website just to stop yeah, like, people from typing. It's a around. virus that makes you automatically download gameographies. Yeah. It makes it just your computer will never stop playing gameography pods. <laughs> it's really like top what? 10 worst viruses you can get. <laughs> <laughs> Buzzfeed's top 10 <laughs> gameography's top 10 worst computer viruses. Um all right, moving on to Wind Waker, The Legend of Zelda. I believe uh, this came out 2003. I should say Mario came out 2002. Um, so this game has a bit of a, listen, everyone loves it now, but at the time, oh, yeah, we talked right. about this before, how like they yeah. showed like a more realistic, like they're yeah, like, this yeah. is like what Zelda could look like on the GameCube. Yeah. And then a couple years later they showed like, and this is the next Zelda game. And people were like, what? Yeah. It was like split between people being like, this is awesome. And then. Probably like a more vocal, like angry, yeah, horrible, like video game fan. As yeah, <laughs> as it always is with video yeah. games and Nintendo in particular. Yeah, um, but just being it, like this, this is this sucks. This isn't what I wanted. This is for kids. Yeah, yeah, this is well, and it was like, like it was like feeding into that whole perception of Nintendo at the time. Yeah, of just yeah. like this is only for kids. Yeah. Um, but and I mean, I've always loved this graphic style since yeah. I was a kid at the time it came out. And but I, even now, it's like, it just objectively is great. <laughs> yeah, it's objectively a good style. I mean, it's just awesome looking and like fun. But I, I, I do kind of get where they're coming from because I had only ever played it kind of in isolation and like in like just the grand space of history where it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> of yes. Zelda history. Yeah, where it's like, yeah, there's Wind Waker, just like there is Ocarina of Time, and there's mm-hmm. Twilight Princess. It's like there's yeah. lots of different Zeldas. But yeah. playing it this week today, I played some of it, mm-hmm. and like looking at it as like I just played Ocarina, and then Majora's I played Majora's Mask, yeah. Mask, and then this comes out. It's like that's weird. It is like a very distinct, like swing away because like yeah. majora's mask like went in like the more dark direction and mm-hmm. this is like far the other direction and i also i think that to me this is the start of multiple zelda timelines because <laughs> um or maybe not in timelines but just the non-linear like nature of the story of zelda as a series because in the first like you know several zeldas i think you do get some of that where it's like it's you every game is a different link Mm-hmm. except for the first two yeah and so the first two are one and then link to the past and then mm-hmm. you get but there's something about where they're so different stylistically that it and it's so new that it doesn't feel intentional whereas to me as a, if i were a gamer at the time it's like ocarina and then the direct direct sequel majora's mm-hmm. mask yeah. it's i would 100 percent be expecting the next thing that happens in link's life yeah <laughs> um <laughs> my friend link <laughs> And so the fact that yeah. this starts out in the now kind of established Zelda style of like, this is a completely different person in a completely different time mm-hmm. carrying out the tradition of Link, mm-hmm. that is like a huge swing for some reason to me. I guess. I mean, it's the same thing as like 
they did on the N64 and the Super Nintendo. Yeah. I don't but just something about it where it's like those first few Zelda games just don't have that much of a story to me or it doesn't like it just isn't as yeah. like especially like the first one, you know, it's like Yeah, the first one for sure. The only I just haven't played Link to the Past really and so like yeah. you yeah. know, but I mean it's very like clear it's a different thing. Yeah. But I just I don't know. I th- something to me reads as like a, that's a shocking interesting choice. Um, shocking. Shocking. Yeah. But like well it came out of like Aonuma who's the director of this game and okay. obviously director of <laughs> of Majora's Mask. Yeah. He hated that like um demo that they made of like what a realistic like yeah, Legend Zelda yeah. <laughs> he's like I don't want to just do the same thing that we've been doing yeah, yeah and so like what I guess it's like somebody on Nintendo like drew a cartoony looking Link and then he was like oh we should do it like this basically yeah. and then that's that's it just went from there I think like so I think it makes sense from from their perspective of yeah. like we just don't want to like because the other thing is like I mean, obviously, like, the whole, like, ocean and and you, like, sailing around is, like, new. But, like, yeah. there isn't a ton of new, like, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, nothing new except for the whole baseline conception <laughs> of the world. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, the, and the visual style and the sound style. And I'm, but, no, I'm, I'm saying, like, besides that yeah. stuff, like, the like as far as, like, gameplay goes. Yeah. No, I, like, I... They didn't have, I'm like, joking, a, like, yeah. crazy new idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'm joking, but it literally is in almost every single way, like a yeah. almost like a reskin of like yeah. o- Ocarina of Time or something. Yeah. Just, but then also you're in the water world from the movie Water World. <laughs> yeah. Which you're playing is playing Who is it in that? Mel Gibson? Is that who it is? I don't think. Sean Connery? <laughs> Maybe? I don't know. I don't know who it I saw is. That so long ago. <laughs> Here, I'm going to play a little bit of the title theme from The Wind Waker. And the music is obviously great, as we talked about. Press start. That's what it says. <laughs> so, apparently, Miyamoto is the one playing the mandolin on this track. You're, oh my gosh. <laughs> Which is amazing. Just that, like, chord? Bling. Probably. And like, and, like, there's a little bit of plucking at the beginning, I think. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Do you know, how was uh, this recorded? Are these live instruments then? I would assume so. I feel like the because like obviously with them transitioning to disc, I feel like yeah, the yeah. GameCube is probably the first one where it's not just like all like MIDI style. Yeah, like it's like pre-recorded files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I assume that is like. It also just like if you like like the the uh, the soundtrack to Smash Bros. Melee comes to mind. It's like you know very synthy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of MIDI, but it's like it's something about it feels high resolution to a degree that I think it was probably like rendered in computer and not in the game. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like we talked about this game a good amount. Yeah, prior. Yeah, but do you have any other thoughts you want to? <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, so when we talked about it before, I hadn't played it in a while, and yeah. you were. I remember you saying in particular that the opening sequence is boring, mm-hmm. and I think I disagree. I really think that I disagree, even though I, I think I already disagreed. But I played that this morning, and I kind of stopped once you get on the pirate ship. Um, and uh-huh. 
And I guess so, part of your criticism yeah, was I liked the next that. part, but yeah, no, I liked that part. Okay, like there was nothing. I didn't have any problems with that. Like okay. your fir- the first island, like it's a little slow, yeah. but like that's fine. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was after it was like the the sneaking part that yeah. I had more of a problem with. Yeah, um, yeah. So a uh, uh, crazy. So like the biggest criticism of this game, uh, like at the time, and like still i guess probably is like the triforce quest at the end of the game yeah the like really long where one you have to just yeah. like sail around like the whole map and i someone explained it to me that you have to play the whole game again basically just like you have to do all a bunch of dungeons a second time yeah is it, do you have to do dungeons i thought it was just like maybe not i don't know i don't Maybe you just know have to go is. from place to place and but, then there's like a, a tower where you do like a bunch of fights just like mm-hmm. literally like a hundred fights or something Jeez. like a re- that's probably not a real number <laughs> but just like a preposterous yeah amount. a lot yeah like it's one of the things that they just fully cut out or like greatly reduced in the remake for wii u yeah so HD. one thing i didn't know is that <laughs> like b- so the game was released in japan first and when they released it for in like united states and like i assume in europe and stuff mm. they, they did the same thing they made it like shorter so it's even longer what in the original japanese oh my version, gosh which is just insane that is wow i had no idea yeah how could they have even made it longer because yeah i've like heard it's like 10 hours or like it's like a long thing wow. that you have to like do just that thing at the end you mean exactly yeah, yeah. like the whole it's like i think because i uh was like looking at like how long all of the Zelda games are yeah, yeah, yeah. for <laughs> research of this podcast, yeah. like which ones are going to play. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Wind Waker is like by far the, maybe not by far, but like it's definitely the yeah. longest one. Yeah. Is it longer than Breath of the Wild? Well, no, but like, I don't, I mean, probably up, up there. I mean, I think if you, but it's like, what you, you can't even like say how long Breath of the Wild is. I feel yeah. like yeah, that's definitely true. It's like if you like obviously you like mainline Breath of the Wild is probably you yeah, can do that yeah. pretty quick. I mean, you can do that in like a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, N- not if you like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying like even if you like do all four of the like uh-huh, uh-huh. thing like yeah. uh, dun- main dungeons and then go to Ganon, like you yeah. can probably do it faster. Yeah, probably. Um. Yeah, and it was. I mean, like, all of these games basically sold less than their predecessors. Yeah, But course. I do feel like Wind Waker is probably, like, the most, like, critically acclaimed of all these yeah, GameCube so. games. Like, it won a bunch of Game of the Year awards. Yeah, and, like, while I'd probably say of of these games, the ones that I would most want to play again start to finish... Uh, Sunshine's the bottom of that list. I have no desire to ever beat that game unless they release a a, a finished version of it. <laughs> um, and this one is still oh, pretty you mean like a low. remake for the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, please yeah. go on. <laughs> um, like Pikmin will be the top. I'm gonna play that probably four or five more times before I die, start to finish. Um, before the end of this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then this is pretty low, honestly. Mm. Where I I. If they release the Wii U version on Switch, mm-hmm. um, I will try to beat it on there. But I almost, even then, it's like, it is just so long that it's like, as much as I just adore like the feeling of this game and mm-hmm. so much of the design and stuff, it's just like, I don't really want to play the whole thing. Even though I would r- critically in my head rank it higher than a lot of the other games we're talking about. Mm. Does that make yeah. sense? <laughs> yeah. Was that worth saying? <laughs> 
I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's of of these games the one I would like want to continue playing the most. Maybe. Mm. Um, yeah. I also played some of Four Swords Adventures. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which oh, I should have played. Was that. like a as a kid, I had the Four Swords slash Link to the Past on Game Boy Advance, mm. and it was always like like a dream of mine to play it because <laughs> you can play the first like 10 minutes of it. Oh, is that what it is? Uh, so it's technically, I, I thought it was the same game, but it's technically like a different game. It's like a sequel, the GameCube one. Oh, okay. But like, so on the Game Boy Advance one, you can only play it if you're linked up with other people. Oh my gosh. That's so insane. it's like borderline impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's like, yeah, obviously like I knew lots of other kids with Game Boy Advances yeah. And I knew other kids with like links, but not that not that link, but like the Game Boy Advance like <laughs> link yeah. cable. But like Yeah. I didn't I, know anyone else with that game, so it was like yeah. what am I gonna do? I mean honestly, yeah, I barely even knew people who had both a Game Boy Advance, mm-hmm. a connection cable, and a desire to come over to my house and play <laughs> video games with me. Like that's a very small Venn diagram. Yeah, yeah. And so then to add on to that, people who had this game, which yeah. is like definitely was never like a very like, you know, yeah. widely uh, Well, and that's game. like thinking about like the link or like just like multiplayer on game boy it's like the yeah. reason why like pokemon worked yeah is yeah. because you could just be like oh i like like we're at school together or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like we can just like trade or whatever yeah and it takes like a few minutes it's like we're not like sitting there playing it together. exactly yeah yeah it's like because i i never did that yeah that's like crazy <laughs> with the cable it's just ridiculous yeah so but but Force Wars Adventures, you can play by yourself. You can also play multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And the multiplayer is insane because you the other players besides player one play on Game Boy Advances. Oh, yeah. They yeah, hook yeah, up to the that. GameCube. Yeah. <laughs> I actually did it once. Oh, really? Yeah, because wow. I, I had the GameCube game. Mm-hmm. I loved that game. Yeah. Um, probably as a child, the the farthest I ever got into a Zelda game. I don't think wow. I beat it, but I got like, I definitely got like a substantial way through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so fun just to play by yourself. But then I had, I think Matt Kinney, I had him come over one day, one single time with his Game Boy Advance and neither of us really had fun doing it. <laughs> I think because I was playing on a TV and he was playing on a Game Boy. It's yeah. like, that's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> and also it's like, you know what's like, in, in one of the interesting things about that game though is like, when you go into like buildings and stuff, it pulls up a little like simulated Game Boy Advance screen. Does it? Yeah. What? It's like it's like the map, like the whole screen, and then like a Game Boy Advance screen on top of that. That then, like when you're inside the house, that's what like your map, and then when you go out, so it goes back. Weird. <laughs> it's, it's pretty great. Man, it's such a weird game. It's like one of the weird. It has to be one of the weirdest Zelda games. Yeah, it's like an arcade version of Zelda is what I was like kind of yeah that makes a lot of sense because it's like there's like there's like none of like the open world yeah like exploration aspects of Zelda it's just like play this little like mini level and like there's there's like little you know like puzzles and stuff but it's not like you're not like getting a new item from this dungeon it's like really no you you have all the items no you start every level with three hearts and then you can get like heart containers, but those only last that for that level. What? And then you can get items, but you can only hold one item at a time. So it's like you can get the oh, boomerang. Yeah. Or oh, it's like wow. you get a new item, then it's like you can get bombs. So sometimes you just have to like you know, like get rid of 
your item That's to so weird yeah it's really weird who made that um nintendo <laughs> <laughs> um Miyamoto produced it but it was um i don't know just some other guys yeah, not like Aonuma. not necessarily yeah i think it was produced by him and Miyamoto, oh, okay. but then it was directed by like a couple other guys. Yeah. yeah. Who Zelda I, games were either directed by uh, A. G. or uh, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the latter. Um. Yeah, but I, I'm like it. It's really fun. Yeah. But it is like, it's like, it, it was kind of similar for Pikmin to me, where it was like I would play for like half an hour or to an hour, and then be like, okay, like I'm good. Yeah. Like I like yeah. I'll come back to it. It wasn't like. Like, it's, like, very bite-sized. Yeah, that makes sense. It sounds like that's kind of what they were going for, maybe, too. Yeah, probably. Kind I mean, of, like, a multiplayer experience that'd probably. be fun, and, like, you just kind of... Yeah. Like I mean, yeah, actually, the way you're describing it makes it sound like it'd be kind of a perfect, like, multiplayer Zelda, where you mm-hmm. just do a small little dungeon together, then you don't have the progress that, like... Exactly. Like, you could be, like, in the middle of the game, and then, like, yeah. someone comes... Exactly, yeah. And it's like, okay, you can just start here, and yeah. there's, like, no difference. Huh. Also, Tingles in it. Yep, I remember that was, yeah, Ting- Tingle's in Wind Waker, right, at some point? I don't actually know that he is. I think I read that he is, but... Interesting. I, I don't you remember would know. him. <laughs> I only played half the game, yeah. I think. Oh, okay. Although, Beetle, is, that's his origin from mm, um, yes. from uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah do you, that's a weird guy. Do you have other stuff to say about this? Because I have a no. final thought on... No. Actually, this is about Wind Waker, not Four Swords, but oh, um, yeah. just... Uh, uh, I just had one. I was I had this thought today, where I, I and I said this about the first Zelda. I could probably say it about basically every every other Zelda, and it's more actually a comment on Breath of the Wild. But this game in particular, I feel like is the direct predecessor to Breath of the Wild. Where I almost feel like Breath of the Wild is this idea just executed kind of bigger and different. Because, mm-hmm. hear me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like no, no, I don't disagree. I feel like uh, 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 what is this called? Wind Waker yeah. is the most open world of them all. Yeah, basically, other than Breath of the Wild, where, where it's you can just sail around. Anywhere. Exactly, yeah. yeah, and it's like you literally just like explore and like go on these big, it, it, like you know, travels that kind of lead you to other little places that are like the kind of like the side quests of the game. Yeah, um, which you know is obviously in every Zelda game to some degree, but there's something very open worldy ex- exploration about it to me. Yeah, no, you're definitely right. Whereas you just like will come across an island. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In the exact same way as Breath of the Wild, yeah. and man, maybe that's all that is to this theory. <laughs> but uh, I was also thinking about how like Breath of the Wild, even though it's like he is, uh, he has the physique of like an adult and not a cartoon chibi Link. You know, mm-hmm. like his body is like a Link body. It's actually still kind of cartoony. Oh yeah, yeah. Like and and oh, even, definitely like the art you know style obviously is... like Twilight Princess, which is arguably the most gritty, realistic Zelda yeah. game visually, is like I feel like that's still less cartoony than this Link, you know, like in Breath of the Wild. Like I feel like Breath of the Wild Link's face is almost and the face of all the characters are like the most cartoony of the real life or the re- like kind of real life designed um, Zelda games. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I just took it as like. I don't know. Like, I never even questioned the fact that it was like that. Vis- like, visually, it's like a descendant from yeah. Wind Waker for sure. I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah. Wind Waker is also where the Koroks. Are yeah, from. yeah, and the uh, the bird people. <laughs> yeah, the bird people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and beetle, as we said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, and this is actually this is the thought that I just remembered made me think this this uh-huh. morning when I was playing it. <sighs> okay, this is a spoiler for Wind Waker, and I 
really, if you haven't played it, don't listen to this because it's the my favorite moment of the whole game. Mm-hmm. Do you want to just know this, Devin? Do you mind? I think I already know it. Okay. But, well, yeah. it's like halfway through the game. I don't even remember how this happens, but uh, the boat takes you to Hyrule Castle mm-hmm. and you meet the king, you meet Zelda, and it's like you fight the villains invading it and you find out that the watery world you've been playing in this whole time, mm-hmm. and this is a classic... Uh, this is a classic mm-hmm. in the future in Ocarina of Time, the uh, Dark World in mm-hmm. Link to the Past. Where we talked about the, yeah, exactly. the halfway through. Exactly. Yeah. The like reveal. You find yeah. out that you that Hyrule has been covered in water in yeah. an apocalyptic event. Yeah. And you are in a post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. uh, Hyrule, which mm-hmm. I guess I haven't played Twilight Princess, so maybe that's kind of what that is. But I feel like, and well, I don't, and, I don't know. I guess they really are all like that. Because <laughs> um, Ocarina of Time is, is that same feeling. But mm-hmm. the thing that defines Breath of the Wild for me is the fact that it feels like you're in a post-apocalyptic Zelda world. Where it's like yeah, the no, end it's... of the world has come and this is the ruins of Hyrule. Yeah, I'd say Breath of the Wild is, is, is definitely like more that than than other ones. Yeah. Ocarina of Time is essentially that same idea, but just not executed to the like level that Breath of the Wild is. Yeah, it's like... It's and, not, like People didn't really like die. Is yeah, it, like yeah, really, yeah. it's like you just don't really see as many people. Yeah, and it's like you go to the Goron place, and it's like everything's different. But it's like whereas in Breath of the Wild, you go to like where Lalon Ranch was, and it's the ruins of a ranch, you know. Mm-hmm. And also, I think there's something about in Breath of the Wild you only ever see it in flashbacks. So every once in a yeah. while, you get lost in a flashback, and you're focused on it. And it's the, my one of my favorite things about that whole game is the moment when you leave a flashback, and it's this bright world with zelda in it and hyrule castle and then it's like the rain (laughs) the silence the darkness of post-apocalyptic hyrule yeah well and the other thing about breath of the wild is that like you you can like what caused the apocalypse is still there yeah it's like there's no like like the like the spider robot guys like, yeah, if you yeah, go into yeah. those, you're like, okay, this is why the world is like this. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, there's nothing really like that in Ocarina, and I assume in... Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there's water, I guess. Yeah, yeah, the water and yeah. pirates, but, but it's, it's like, like, yeah. It's like you can't run into something, like, so scary in yeah. Ocarina of Time, you know? That's like, that's, okay. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like, the zombies are there, and it's like, those are, like, scary yeah, at the yeah. beginning, but then it's like, okay, these, like, you just run past them. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, after that, it's really not post-apocalyptic in any yeah. way. I mean, but it is really is, freaky when they, like, yeah. scream at you, and you get frozen. And I mean, yeah, that that's just such an iconic moment. Yeah. Is, and it's like, that's the same feeling, yeah. but it only really happens once, yeah. so it's like, yeah. 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 Good thought. it is just i just feel like the zelda series is so linked Mm -hmm. uh in a way that i didn't even realize before doing these last few episodes where it's like the zelda game is so different every time in certain ways but is so specifically in the same formula in a way that i just love you know Mm. i don't know just i just Mm. think it's cool never noticed it before i have a take on the GameCube in general. But Please. I don't know how you will feel about. Please. Yeah, because I have some thoughts about the GameCube in general too. So let's talk about I feel the like console. I was thinking about it and I was like, I think this might be like the worst Nintendo console. <laughs> <laughs> like at least from my like perspective and like the games that I like, it's like, I don't, there's just like not a lot there. <laughs> wow. That's a sad thing to hear. Yeah. I don't I don't totally disagree with you though. Yeah. 
It's like it's not like like these games that we're talking about. Like they're not like bad games, and obviously yeah. there's other good games on mm-hmm. it, like uh, like Smash and yeah. And I kind of wanted to talk about that, but we've clearly run out of time. So yeah. Uh, but I, then I was also trying to think like what what other games are even on it that like it's like yeah. you kind of run out pretty fast. Yeah, I mean it's yeah it's kind of like uh, the the uh, sixty four where yeah. it's like yeah. But the only thing is that it's 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 kind of post the era where that makes as much sense to have a console with like twenty good games essentially. Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of like yeah. and every also, other console had like a million games. Yeah, and also clearly, like I just don't have the attachment that I have for the yeah. Nintendo 64. Yeah, but also it's like the Nintendo 64. The reason why I feel like it's more like objectively better is it's like it, it like did all of this stuff, like first. Yeah, yeah, and like the GameCube versions of those games, like these games, didn't do a ton to really like. Yeah. Obviously, like Pikmin and stuff are, are brand new, but yeah, so those aren't the same. But yeah, I I think I do kind of agree with you because it, I mean, and part of that is that of all the, all the mainline like home Nintendo consoles mm-hmm. are just like incredible, yeah. honestly. Where it's like every one of them has a handful of games that are iconic masterpieces, yeah. and so it's kind of like the worst Nintendo console is still a great console, and it's like mm-hmm. yeah, this might be it, tied with mm-hmm. the Wii U, you know? Yeah. I, I think I'd pick the Wii U, even though I had never had it. I, I, mean, I never I, had either of these, but like, nah, no way. But the thing is, like, a lot of like the best Switch games are actually Wii U games. Like, That's Breath true. of the Wild is a Wii U game. Think Pick, about that. Pikmin three, <laughs> <laughs> Pikmin three. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like Mario three D World or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, like, <sighs> yeah. The Donkey Kong game. I don't. There's like a. There's like. Literally, like, half of the Switch games I own are actually just Wii U games that they've updated. That is true, yeah. (laughs) So it's like, oh, it's actually, like, some of the best games ever made were actually Wii U games. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. In a weird way. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like, I think think that, one, all the games we're talking about here, other than Pikmin, (laughs) are are better in style than... Ba- like a lot of other Nintendo games, but yeah. all kind of worse in substance. Yeah, <clears throat> I think I basically said that before. Yeah. Um, and then I guess what the thing is for me is that it's like I think that this, if we're looking at Miyamoto's work chronologically in his mm-hmm. gameography, even so to say, mm-hmm. um, you see here a jump in the style that defines Nintendo from here on out. Where sixty four, I do wonder if that you know, like really has anything to do with Miyamoto. You know what I mean? I don't know, yeah. It seems like maybe that's just, like... I mean, maybe to a certain extent, like... But it seems like he he was probably so, like, not attached to that element of these games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it is... Yeah, it is interesting that, like, that... Like, the, the GameCube kind of style and then, like, the DS style. Mm. Like, those, like, two kind of similar styles like really are just like there's no style that we still have yeah exactly yeah yeah and so then i just don't know that the the quality of the games caught up to that you know in certain aspects yeah so yeah no i i kind of agree with you but um the gamecube was like you know i I say before the nintendo 64 was what i played as a kid and so it has like a a truly magical nostalgia to me where i Mm -hmm. didn't even understand it like (laughs) i I, that's the console i was playing when i couldn't read what Mm -hmm. the words were yeah um but the gamecube was like 15 yeah <laughs> but the gamecube was like that was when i learned what video games were and so it's like <laughs> yeah like i don't yeah, mean yeah. to be like sentimental about it but yeah. it's like it is like yeah. intrinsic to my personal <laughs> history 
yeah. and taste in all aspects. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. I remember <laughs> the, we didn't have to keep this in the pod, but I remember uh, like because I didn't have a GameCube, but like I I heard about um, Wind Waker through Taylor Brown. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> wow! In grade school. Wow. <laughs> she like talked about how like awesome it was, and then oh, wow. I remember like wanting it briefly, but then I think I just like forgot about it, and also I think I just like heard about how it was like just like very similar to yeah. Arcane of Times. So I was like, I'll just play that again. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's funny. You know, actually, one another thought I had this morning about Wind Waker, just last thing, is like, what happens to Link from the last one? It's so funny, know. you know? Like, did there's there's like a whole complicated timeline thing, of that, course, yeah, that I think is like kind of dumb, yeah. Like, I don't like when people like bring it up, because yeah. <laughs> it's it's not it's not like like uh, it doesn't matter, yeah. Like, it wasn't it wasn't designed that way. It's like a retroactive description yeah. of a bunch of kind of like Yeah. And it's like that stuff isn't in like the games. Yeah, so like yeah. don't like Yeah, so it's not real. Even though it's like, yes, Nintendo said like that like they're like this is like the actual order. It's like, but who cares? Yeah. And I also just don't be- I honestly don't believe that I feel like they make it sound like they've always known that's what it was, and I don't think that's true. Yeah. I think it's fully just a lie. Yeah. There's like this whole thing of like there's like a different timeline depending on yeah, yeah like whether whether link defeats yeah. ganon or not yeah. at the end of arcane time which I is think like, they like listeners. but why does that have exist like it's like yeah. who who plays ocarina of time is like oh i didn't defeat ganon yeah i'll just stop playing that's an interesting idea that clearly yeah. was come up with after the fact yeah. yeah yeah and also what what the all the legend of zelda like games to me are the form of them in this like disconnected nature where there's a different link every time most of the time to me, that's a comment on, it's like a reflection of the like, uh, place of storytelling and myth in the human like psychology mm-hmm. historically, where it's like you tell the same story over and over again, and it changes every time. Yeah. And also, like you know, the archetypical stories. This is young, right? Kind of from last yeah. episode. Um, where it's like you the 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 story of link as the hero is an innate story in the human psychology and mm-hmm. so it's the fact that the story is being told over and over again is actually not a bunch of real events that all happened it's like the misremembering of the human story mm-hmm. and the slightly falsely told version of it you know Does that make yeah sense? yeah that's interesting it's also it's like it's i mean it's just how like drama and like stories work where it's like you like as soon as like the adventure or whatever like the action is over uh-huh. it's like you're like you're gonna leave the hero yeah it's exactly, like yeah. and they're just gonna like go off and do their thing yeah it's like that like the story's over yeah 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 <laughs> like you don't need to always know like what happens next yeah, i feel like there's yeah. like a weird like element of our like culture that yeah like is just like obsessed with like not just not not with games in particular, but just like oh, yeah, with everything. Time. They're just like yeah. we need to know like we need like a like a reunion of this like yeah. show. It's like <laughs> but like we don't. Like Yeah. I get that because like yes, in a story it's like 
Link does this stuff, and then Link mm-hmm. probably just lives a life after yeah. that. But then also, it's like think about think about your own life as a person. It's like mm-hmm. y- you probably can think of certain arcs that have happened to you personally that are like mm-hmm. the most significant. That are the things that so far in your life would be the Devin movie. But it's like you have also had other arcs that were just that were close to as significant. And it's like things have happened and you change. And in that same way, when we get attached to a character, it's like. Yeah, I would like to. I would be curious to see what Devin is like uh, thirty years from now. Like that would be so interesting. Why wouldn't that be the same for uh, Mario? <laughs> yeah, you like how Mario changes. <laughs> I know. I picked the one example. <laughs> it's not at all like a part of this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, yes, I understand, like, the want to like have more of the thing you like and <laughs> and like and like like being attached to a character and stuff but it's also like i feel like we really don't know how to like yeah like let go of stuff yeah in yeah, like yeah, modern yeah. society where it's just like i mean it's like the same thing with like like we're just we're like a very like remake happy society yeah, at this well, point too sure. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of I think because of like capitalism showing yeah. us that familiarity is a profit maker and so yeah, but like, that's because people psychologically want it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah, that yeah. makes sense to me. I don't think yeah. I blame the people. I blame the capitalism there for responsible for some bad media. I guess it's not even like always that it's bad. It's just like yeah. unnecessary. We don't always all the time. Yeah, it's just like we don't need that every time. Yeah, guys, like. Yeah. <laughs> This needs to end this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. You heard our uh, Twitter. You you heard it. I'm not going to say it again for you. No. If you didn't write it down, then you weren't going to write it down. Got to listen to this episode again. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what it is. We don't say it in any other episode. So there's no way to find this out. You have none of the information to find out the the location of our website. There's certainly no way you could like search it. Yeah. So nothing, nothing about the screen that this is being played off of could tell you. Been playing on a screen. We're only broadcast on FM, right? We're only broadcast broadcasters on Teleview for NES systems, SNES. Oh, that's the dream. Once we get on there, once we get our satellite system up and dead, long live Teleview casting. What is it called? I always say it wrong. I Teleview. Let's say it's that. Yeah, was it not Stellaview or something? I don't know. No. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye.